Hey guys, welcome to Gino's Golden Tea Podcast. I am the Alpha Chris Long Gino, and it is World Championship Week. I cannot wait. It is Monday night. I'm recording this, or this is when I'm dropping this here on Monday night. Uh, I get into Vegas on Wednesday, and um, yeah, it's World Championship Week. I can't wait. Uh, we get to crown a new mobile champion. We get to crown a new Golden Tee World Champion, and it's going to be great. Can't wait. And uh, we're continuing with some more podcasts. Matt Van Hoosier, Brian Bernhardt joined me for another podcast. We uh, made some uh, fantasy golf selections, which, by the way, if you want to play in Steve Sobel's fantasy golf, you need to get your picks into him. There will not be sheets available in Vegas. So if you want to play in that, make sure you get your picks to him. Uh, this Thursday, February 24th, we'll start mobile qualifier. Last chance qualifier is on Thursday. And then uh, Friday, we will determine our Golden Team Mobile World Champion. And then we will roll right in to the last chance, closest to the pen qualifier for what is looking like several spots into the golden tee world championship so if you want to get yourself out to vegas there's a lot of opportunities to be a part of this field so it, it should be awesome uh good podcast for you guys here's bernsey and matthew van hoosier taping this wednesday night here one week or about eight days before we start the weekend of the Golden Tee World Championship, and always with me to talk all things double wind is the inaugural Players Charity Champion, Brian Bernhardt, and starting his third or fourth term as Golden Tee Tour President. Third. Third. Uh, starting his third term. Because I'm double wind. Van Hoosier, Bernsey, guys, good to see you, as always. Good to see you also. Um, it's good try again this year, Casey Mattingly. Better luck to you next year, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it just I I think we need to get another challenger. I, and I I just well no actually keep bringing this one up, okay? Because you keep winning, Matt. All right, working. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We'll just keep you know. He's the, the Buffalo Bills. Broke, the PGT. Say it again, Matt. He's the Buffalo Bills, the PGT. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, how are we feeling? Are we in a world championshipy place? Like, I mean, uh, how are question, we Gino. Like, I, I actually, I, I, I just messaged uh, Kevin Lindsay the other day. I'm like, is this really going to happen? We're two weeks. Away. This is last week. I'm like, we're two weeks away. And is it still on? You know, it, we're, it's, it's, we're almost, weird. we're almost, two, we're almost to two shores now. We're, we're sure, but we're almost sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little over a uh, week away. I get in next Wednesday. Bernsey, when are you getting in? Late Friday. Late Friday. Yeah, so I'll miss the close to the pin stuff. I, I got to work Friday afternoon and I'm getting about a, like a nine 30, 10 o'clock flight out. Okay. That's uh, I see it. I, uh, I get in uh one o'clock on Wednesday and I actually don't start calling anything until Friday. Um, I was on the schedule for uh Thursday, apparently for some of that, but then I kind of, eh, he said, go ahead and take, cause I'm going to be on the mic for most of, uh, you should see the schedule. I'll, I'll show it to you guys. They uh, you still want to have some kind of voice on Sunday, so yeah, and that's right. for sure. And uh, that's why I'm kind of you know I'm not going to drink a whole lot, or you know I'm going to I'm going to keep this as I guess professional as I can because they're you know it's kind of on their bill. And you can drink a whole little though. 
Yeah, I mean, after we're all done, I mean, I actually, what's going to be the problem is after we're all done, I have to hop on a plane five thirty in the morning and uh, head back here. Oh, that's for yeah. So, yeah, so I, I don't think I'll be sleeping that night. But I, anyways, I'm good, um, good luck on your all night run Sunday. <laughs> yeah, really. The uh, I um, uh, anyways, it's on the schedule for you know when we're supposed to be calling matches. Uh, I'm doing the closest to the pen with Kevin Lindsay on Friday night. Uh, which is what I'm looking forward to the most um, because it's always now, I don't know how this is going to feel this year. All right. This is a different world. We are in a completely different world than we were in 2019 at the Orleans. And the, it, I'm not sure how um, we're not going to have the same feeling as we had when Dave Sandmeyer won his closest to the pen. It was just one spot. The whole world championship field was in. And everybody had their focus on that. I think at this point, I think we have seven entries now that will be given uh, Friday night. Uh, with some of the exits I've seen so far, I think Tony Johnson is out. Uh, he won't be. He won't be also defending his uh, Golden Team Mobile World Championship. What's going uh, on, with Tony? Uh, this was. I mean, this was the danger of doing this or uh, scheduling this four to five months or what I guess it was four months before we actually had a world championship and he already had plans for early parts of this year. And this just fell on a bad week for him. So it's unfortunate, uh, but he won't be a part of it either championship. Um, no Brock Tamel. I was looking forward to seeing him and uh, looks huh. like, looks like Brock Tamel won't be playing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has uh, uh, recently married. Like took recently he's kind of focused on the call of duty at this point, but uh, I really would have liked seeing him again. Yeah. Uh, he had led me to black because I actually mentioned it to him on because he streams Call of Duty, and I thought that would have actually also been an excellent talking point for uh, yeah. any kind of crossover whatsoever. Of uh, having Brock in the field would have been great. The uh, you know, yeah, he's now got a I, I think a really heavy traffic gaming channel on Facebook and Twitch, uh, rolling with Call of Duty. Um, I don't know, great pool player, great golden tee player, kind of a good, good hand-eye coordination is kind of what Call of Duty is. I mean, he's he's good at that stuff. So, But, no, yeah, no Brock Tamel. And they, they said a third one. Um, or I think there was five originally they were given on that Friday night, or was it four? That, that sounds right, yeah. Okay. So those are the two that I know are out. And then I went some scouring through some handicaps, and uh, actually the handicap of everybody in the field. Um, and, uh, you know, old Matt Welter hadn't been playing a whole lot and we don't, we don't hear a lot from Matt. Um, I always find it a treat for at least me to be around. I, you know, I've only been around him twice now. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, one of those guys that I'm curious what you're, what we're going to get out of him. So, um, Matt Welter, I'll I'll never forget when he beat me on Turtle Island at the TOC because I watered 14 when I was up by two. Oh Yeah. Oh man, what a what a solid player! So anyway, so that's what we yeah. have the Friday night. Uh, we'll have the Golden Two Mobile World Championship. Uh, their last chance. They're giving away three spots. Golden World the, uh, Mobile will have three spots to give away. Um, I spent some time on Discord with those guys uh, Saturday night uh, and got to watch a few of them play um, and just kind of got to pick their brain a little bit. Uh, Chad Trump on the podcast later this week. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm trying to gauge my energy from those guys and how they feel about all this because 
the qualifying structure and the way it was was so grueling for a lot of those guys that they may have put the game down for a little bit, and now they're starting to just pick it back up. And they just recently had a world championship too, didn't they? Uh, mm-hmm. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since you then, know, we've like, had... so he... Go ahead. here we are, you know, over two and a half years later, and they just had one, like, what, six or eight months ago? Yeah, uh, it was, uh, you know, I mean, it's easier to put on. There's 16 guys. Right. And also, I think there was some, some capital capitalization of momentum going on there, too. I mean, the game, I I think the game, was, I think people talk about it a lot. The game was enhanced by COVID. You know, every, the game was enhanced by everybody being at home. Um, so since, since that world championship, we've had, what, I mean, I, I guess three new courses come out. They got Rustic. They got um uh, crawdad maybe it, uh no cape haven and uh yeah and, uh, elkhorn no elkhorn was early elkhorn elkhorn was early uh and actually they've said now that uh like teal elkhorn and agave will not be on uh at the world championships they've took those off oh yeah so uh four course qualifier anyways they'll have three last chance spots to give away and then uh they'll start qualifying thursday night for their uh, 16, uh, for their the qualifying. I mean, they'll, they'll start that for the seating, basically. Uh, that will go into a noon kickoff on Friday uh, where they'll start double elimination for the 16 in that field. Um, Chad Shrump uh, and I will call that to the end, and then, uh, and then we'll start closest to the pin that night. So, um, Real quick, as far as the, the mobile goes, Chris, yeah, these guys. The last time that they had the world championship, it was more of an intimate location, wasn't it? Is this going to be held in the same place where we're going to be playing our arcade tournament? I believe so. I believe so. I believe will it will be somewhere in the same area. I believe it will be one of these massive banquet halls. I, I guess pseudo similar to what we saw in two thousand and eight. Cool. Um, they'll uh, they'll have. I guess, uh, you know, alcohol being served on wherever it is. Um, I hope it's not nearly as outrageous as it was in 2008, because I found that to be, (laughs) but uh, was what it was. Um, So anywho, and then, like I said, we'll go through our normal, uh, you know, Golden Tee World Championship process. We'll qualify on Saturday. We'll play match play on Sunday. 64 will play in the silver bracket this year, and it's a, just a big old purple bracket, really what it is. I mean, just – And it's double elimination. And it's double yep, elimination. Which is different from every year prior, I believe. Yeah, it's been single for a number of years now on the on the silver side. There. So I think, uh, I think if I'm correct that day, me and Adam Kramer will kick off that day. Uh, Kevin Lindsay and Chad Shrump will come in and sub, and then I – uh, me and Chad Trump will close out the world championship and uh, we'll see what, what it feels like. I'm getting excited. I've heard about it's, you know, going to be a production is that there's going to be a little bit of glam to it. So uh, I'm excited. Well, obviously having you and Trump there, that, that's a lot of glam right there. I'm bringing the guns, <laughs> bringing a lot of guns there. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, I, I will uh, miss hearing you guys, but I'm, I'll, I'm happy to be there. We're we're gonna have to kind of switch it up a little bit. He's gonna have to take the. He's gonna he's gonna be the color guy while I'm on lead for mobile, and then he's gonna have to lead while I do color for uh for uh for arcade. 
you know, I don't like calling it arcade. You know, really, okay. that's the way they do it. I don't know. It's just me. Either way, Golden Tee Fantasy Golf Time. Now, um, I have uh, was telling these guys right before the podcast that uh, if I'm doing fantasy golf, I don't just – I'm not going to go down a route where I'm going to make picks and uh, just, you know, while I'm still trying to call and be objective uh, while we uh, – well, we tell the story of the world championship. So uh, I will be um, just making, you know, I guess normal anecdotal comments about, you know, these players and uh, Bernsey and Van Hoosier will be making the picks. So uh, by the way, if you haven't got your sheet in yet, apparently Steve's uh, not been getting a whole lot of entries. There's not going to be actual sheets at a tournament for you to go. He's not going to be grading papers at this. So if you're going to want to do this, you got to get online uh steve subble on golden t fan is the place to find him uh email your picks to all fantasy golf to info at pegttour.com must have payment on entry 40 dollars. golden t fantasy golf as we start with the two-time player of the year andy fox two-time world champion andy haas the 2018 world champion evan gossett our current top gun player of the year joe Macera. Our 2019 Top Gun Player of the Year, Lance Harris, three-time tournament winner last year, Paul Luna, and the Dallas Holiday Classic winner, Ryan McCook. Ryan Bernhardt, start us off this evening. Just listening to you rattle off those names, Gino. Um, winner, 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 winner. All these guys are winners. <laughs> start to get some hardware up there, huh? <laughs> yeah, any one of these guys know uh, Masara, as we all know, getting the monkey off of his back winning this, this past year. Um, he hasn't been playing a whole lot. I don't know if he's got some stuff going on at home or if he's taking a little break before he, um, you know, goes away for the weekend next weekend. Um, you know, Lance Harris, it, it, if there's any advantage for him, it's that he's not traveling. You know, we've talked about in the past how, what kind of advantage is there, you know, when people are just taking one flight opposed to, you know, having a layover somewhere, how does that impact your weekend? And, and Lance gets to drive there. Um, you know, Paul Luna is obviously going to be the odds on favorite. Um, it, it's really hard to, to pick somebody here, but I'm going to go back to something that we've talked about before about the guy that wins tournaments in banquet rooms. And that guy is Andy Haas. And, you know, he's, uh, he's used to it. And for whatever reason, um, as long as Gary Colabono doesn't pick him to win it, um, <laughs> he's got a good chance. So my pick in group one is Andy Haas. I can't wait to see Duffer this week. Uh, Duffer will be happy I rehashed that, by the way. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Um, okay, so Andy Haas. By the way, before you go, Matt, if he wins this world championship, do we have to reopen the GOAT conversation? Did we close it? No, it's not fully closed. I think that okay. there's, a, there's a crack in the doorway. All right. You know, our story's not fully told. But at the current moment, I think we all are in consensus. It's Mark Stenmark. If Andy Haas wins this world championship, that conversation gets a lot more complicated, right? Man, but any any goat conversation is complicated. You know that's what's yeah. hard. Yeah, that's true. You, you know, I mean, it's like, well, he's got these accolades, but then you look back at, at someone like Kinsler and Stenmark, and you know, it it almost kind of has to go. Go ahead, Matt. What, well, when I think of those two guys, I'm thinking Magic and Bird. Right. It's just like one after the other haymakers throwing punches, winning championships. It's just, it's just great to watch, you know, it's great to see it happen uh, and just sit back and enjoy the ride. 
and the one interesting thing too is like the whole Denmark thing and then we got Luna and who knows what how many more he's going to win but I kind of tie them together because we all remember when Luna first started playing the game he was learning from Denmark and right. as Denmark stepped aside from the game Luna has kind of carried the torch for the for the Houston folks you know and um Jerry Arney never really got had too many accolades back in the day you know but he's the one that took Andy Haas under his wing and kind of got him to that you know Chicago Open back in 03 or whatever and and uh, would Andy Haas be the player yesterday without Jerry Arney? I, I don't think so, you know, but, uh, uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it'd be a great conversation to have when the time is right. I think, you know, um, Matt, you got a pick for me? Well, yeah, I, uh, uh, Bernsey mentioned the, uh, the sleeping in your own bed factor. And that is a big one. Uh, there's another outside factor here that we don't have to deal with at most tournaments. And that's the uh, allure of the ding, ding, ding and the lights in the casinos. Okay. That's a, that's a very real factor for a lot of these guys. And so when you look at some of these groups, it's like, okay, you know, obviously these guys are gonna be focused on one world championship, right? That's a big, big purse that they're going for, but the, uh, the allure of the table is, is a real thing. Uh, and so that could be a distraction for some of those guys. Um, so that narrows the list down a little bit. If you're just going to eliminate based on that, which I don't think you should straight eliminate, but just consider at least, um, and so I'm going to go with the hot hand. Uh, I'm going to go with the hot hand. I'm taking Ryan McCook. Not a terrible pick at all. Not a terrible. Now, here's a question: Is is Ryan? I, I know that he didn't drink at the last tournament. Is that his new lifestyle? Is he gonna? Is he? Uh, or, or is that just? I'm not gonna I, venture any guesses there, Bunny. I I knew, I knew that had happened last tournament. I knew the circumstances under which those were the rules. I don't know if that transfers forward or not. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I just didn't know, you know, because you know, you look at somebody else in that list, you know, like Evan Gossett, who that is his lifestyle now, which is a, a great decision that he made, you know. Right. And when you when you you know, the, the more sober that you are, the more advantages you might have, except for those times when you look at Luna, when he's half on the floor, has, you know, he's sleeping and they're winning tournaments. So, I mean, I mean yeah. like 10 minutes after he wins a tournament and then all of a sudden it's just paint, <laughs> yeah. paint just into it, just straight into the paint hard. <laughs> uh, it's unbelievable to me. All right. So uh, we got McCook and we've got Andy Haas. Um, this is, um, you know, of, of this group, uh, you know, there's any of these guys could win. Any of them could. And uh, I don't know, it, it, because of the stouts, it makes it so much more of a lottery. I mean, it's really, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the truth is. Group, group two, uh, CJ Wangler, Clint Grover, David Duncan, George Von Koshenbar. The return of Lemon, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Lannon, the tournaments, um, Mark Stenmark, Paul Taylor, and Sean Houston Swerve. Um, <laughs> go ahead there, Maddie. <laughs> uh, I am excited to see Lemon back at tournaments again. That's a, that's a guy I, like. I love watching that guy play Golden State, right? His demeanor is always spot on for tournament play. Um, yeah with these other guys uh you know we've we've watched them play all year long and you know have varying levels of success uh and and lack thereof uh at times for some of them uh so i'm excited to see him play again and, and let me tell you the last time i saw him at worlds right fifth place i think fifth sixth um that's a brutal so, loss to kinsler with a brutal loss to kinsler that's right with a couple of aces to, to pearl kins back in the match there um so you know i just this is a guy that i don't think i've ever seen walk into a tournament and not do well ever uh, so I got to go with, I'm going with him, I, you know, drought or not, I'm, I'm going with him. 
Yeah, uh, Lem's a great pick. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. I see him almost every week. You know, we don't get an opportunity to play as much golden tees as we used to because there's not enough time of the day for me anymore. Um, that's a solid pick. You know, um, he uh, uh, and, and I think he may be going to Wisconsin also a few weeks after that. You know, so uh, not that that's going to be a trend for the year, but uh, don't be surprised if he makes an appearance there as well. The short um, trip for him too. Yeah, exactly. You can drive up on a Saturday and come back on Sunday. But um, but as far as Vegas goes, um, you mentioned the the ding 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 and the table factor there, Matt. And there's a couple of <laughs> people in this group. I mean, without mentioning names, George uh, Gervais. Um, a couple of people that might not be all in. No pun intended. Well, they'll the be all in. <laughs> um, I, I I'd love to pick Taylor, but he just hasn't done a whole lot in recent. Well, I, I think by his own admission, he's just not. Not just uh, not the same place as he was when he was, you know, routinely finishing high up. Did I hear right. did I hear correctly he went to the Titans before Dallas? I'm I'm not sure. I, I okay, but well, so calling my match when I when we were in Dallas, I was listening back at it and Mouth had mentioned that uh he'd switched to Titans just to be a contrarian. Just I mean, it sounds like something tournament. you would do. It, it yeah. takes a real man to do something like that to play Titans. Right. You know? It takes twice a man as a regular man. <laughs> Double the man. Double the man. Yeah. But it cracked open my blue mountains. <laughs> but as far as this group goes, um, I someone that I haven't picked yet. I always kind of pass by him and and he keeps on proving me wrong. And uh I'm gonna go with CJ. I I, I think he might uh have a have a good qualifier and have a pretty decent Sunday. Well, that I, is uh, a that's a ding ding bold pick, buddy. I don't hate it, but oh, yeah, he could have, he, if there's anybody who's going to have some dueling priorities uh, from a potential monetary gain standpoint, Golden Sea versus the uh, tables, that's, that's the guy you might want to look for. Right. But he also, um, I, I've watched him play, play just being by his side and just kind of, you see the look on his eye. He's, he's one of the more focused players out there when it comes to match play. And if he's able to focus on the task at hand, he's got, there you go. I don't know if he's got a chance to win this tournament, but he's got a chance to get in the podium, as Gina would say. Uh, I think uh, for IT's sake, they kind of want him to do well. Just uh, have the young, look, good-looking guy, you know, right in the mix there. That's uh, can't hurt. Uh, that's I, I think no, I know that's why they're doing it. I mean that they, I think they, uh, they, they would love that. They would love to have a really young guy who's in his, I guess he's uh, in his late twenties now, and uh, you know. Kind of be in the face of our game for a little bit. It could work. Yeah. Um, rumor has it David Duncan may not be here for this. I haven't that that's not confirmed anywhere to, to me. Um what kind of players I've seen here? him on leaderboards, but I haven't uh that's about the extent of what I've seen of David in the last six months. What kind of player is he with the stouts? Oh, that's dangerous, right? <laughs> he was already getting 200 k around when he was hitting yeah. full wind balls. <laughs> Well, wasn't he playing stouts when um, he won Richmond and I got second? No, I didn't oh, think so. I didn't think so. No, no the the revolution the revolution the revolution uh, had not started yet. Gotcha. Uh, it it kind of it kind of went forward after Austin. I, that's where I call the line. The Austin tournament, whatever. But Lance Harris, that's where. Hi, we have your you have my attention. Uh, what are we getting from Mark Stenmark in this tournament? I mean, we 
kind of saw in 2017, that first world championship. Um, and Adam and Kevin will both tell you this. His gameplay was very, very, very low. And uh, almost like off the couch, you know, hadn't played much at all. And he came in and he won that world championship uh, in the most uncomfortable venue we've ever had in the history of Golden Tee. Um, what are we expecting from him? And the, the first thing that comes to mind, Gino, is um, if he were to make a run and actually get another win, it's the maybe win this for dad factor. It, it was, you know, him losing his dad in, in recent months, you can tell that, and, and seeing his family being there and supporting him at these world championships, you know, I, yeah. when the, the last time he won and his, his mom being there, just watching them all take pictures, like they, seeing how proud they were of him, you know, even going through everything he did, you know, going back to college and just doing so many things other than being a world champion at Golden D, you know, it's, it's quite amazing. So, um, you know, saying it, that's the only thing that comes to mind but it's kind of hard to win one when you don't have the passion for it and so i i just I, I don't know if how he'd react to you know one one missed shot you know because he, he is definitely not the same mark denmark but at the same time he's a guy that can get hot and win it all so who knows yeah i think um you know barring a, a large pickup and play you know, starting what days ago, at least for these, you know, some of these guys, we talked about them getting, you know, two weeks before and starting to pack in courses. I don't know if that's happened or not. I haven't been out there, but you know, Gino, you and I both saw him in, in uh, Dallas there uh, made the cut, which was, I mean, that's something to be said for a field of that size for sure. But uh, you know, came in Sunday and I don't, honestly, I don't know that I actually saw him on Sunday. Cause he, um, cause he went 0 and 2 Saturday night and he didn't he have went to. 0 and, 2 and I was, well, that's true. To go to, it was a Saturday night thing, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Good point. Uh, and that's what I was kind of told once he got, I mean, he was actually kind of happy he went 0 and 2. That means he got to go home. He, he went home Saturday night. Oh, at least that, that's what I was told. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've looked. He's uh, he, he's you know ranked in the hundreds of something in the world championship. That means he may have played a cycle this month or something. I don't know. Right. Uh, so I mean, I don't know how much he's going to fire up before he gets going. Uh, he may just come as a token player because he's already earned. He was the first player to earn his spot into this tournament back in 2019. For crying out loud. Yeah, and, he did listen to this podcast, get pissed at all three of us, and come out there firing too. <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's all, all the options are available, I think. And, well, you we all know he's got his, his famous, you know, headphones. And so maybe he'll be downloading this podcast to those and they'll give him that motivation he needs on Saturday. There you go. Guess think Mark Stenmark listens to this podcast. <laughs> I, I wouldn't believe it for a second. Sorry. <laughs> Six to one odds on that. <laughs> maybe. I, I just, it would surprise me. It really would. Um, uh, group three. Chris Brewer, Eddie Godfrey, Greg Kensler, Jared Decker, Mark the Mouth McClevich, Mark Gomez, Steve Beatty, and Steve Cook making uh, his first tournament appearance since the Carolina Clash, the COVID Carolina Clash of 2020. Uh, Bernsey, what's up, man? Yeah, you know, seeing guys like Mark Gomez and Steve Beatty and Steve Cook in this group and not me. You know, that's okay. I mean, I guess when you don't win anything for a while, you don't get to be in the third group. But are you feeling um, slighted, Bernsey? I mean, it's just a, a little bit after looking at this, you know. But 
But hey, there's the last two podcasts TV. talking about how your slide was starting. Now I, you're getting I mad that, that you slid. Come on, man. I, I, I know that the uh, the person that does this will be listening. So, Steve, <laughs> I know you spend a lot of time doing all this. Uh, just giving you a hard time. In all seriousness, um, wow, uh, Jared Decker doesn't play, right? I mean, I know that he could walk up to a machine, and, and but I watched his match against was it JoJo in, in Dallas, and you just tell. I don't know if there's a trackball issue in that machine or what, but he, it wasn't the same Jared Decker as the one that got second place at Worlds last time we were there. Um, Another guy Kinsler off the couch. doesn't play. Yeah, yeah Kinsler, he just started playing again last week. Um, I, um, yeah, he can go on a run. Uh, we've, we've all seen him, but I also wouldn't be surprised if as he's getting older, that the nerves might play more of a factor. In Is he term, doing uh, mobile worlds as well? I don't think so. Did he qualify for that? I don't think he qualified. I don't think okay. he, he might, may have, I'm not sure. Well, no, he hasn't qualified, but there are, like I said, there's three open there's spots. Three spots. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's why I've, I, I didn't go go back to group one, but uh, you know, in that Discord group the other night, I was listening and Lance Harris was talking, and uh, I don't know, maybe conspiracy. Oh no, I'm sorry, body language doctor. That's what I, we'll call this. The body language doctor is here, and I felt like he was really a little bit more into mobile than maybe uh, maybe he was arcade. I don't know. Uh, he was getting. He, he seemed really excited about that part of it because there's three spots open. And not only would he qualify, he would probably qualify and then be the favorite or one of the favorites. The other to thing, win. too, it, he no should Tony. be in there. It, it, I saw that putt that he missed on hole 18 of Juniper when and that, that world's qualifier for mobile. Like yeah. it, it was like a, it was a long putt, but he should have made that, you know. So I'm sure that's kind of been, you know, on his mind for several months now. So that so, that, that wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but, so uh, they, it, it, Tag on one more point that you had there, Burns. You're talking about him, you know, he hadn't done it in a while. Maybe he's going to feel the nerves a little bit. Last Worlds, I remember him coming off of his match against uh, Lemon there and, and commenting. He says, man, we you know when he was on his runs where he was winning tournaments and stuff like that, you know, he says, you know, there was an advantage to being a young guy because I it didn't, you know, he didn't feel any nerves. He just went out there and played. And he says, all of a sudden, now he comes out there. It's like, it's more nervous than I was when I was playing golf in college, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a real thing for sure. Yeah, and I also think to add add to that, you know, um, he was listening to his kids' music in his earbuds. You know, yep. with, he's, with he's his a great dad too, with the kids' yeah, headphones, and, which was comical because they didn't fit at all. <laughs> but I almost wonder if it's more, you know, it, it's isn't Kinsler trying to win the world championship for Kinsler? It's it's to kind of win it to to brag to his kids or to to yeah. say, you know, hey, I'm the, you know, this is my my third one or or, or whatever. He's won two, right? Yeah. 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 You know, um, but uh, sorry, Kins, you're not my pick for this group. Um, it, it, this guy's a, he's a good buddy of mine. We talk almost every day. Um, luckily, I get to avoid him in most of the online prize play contests because of us communicating. Uh, IT should take a chapter out of our book, but uh, Chris Brewer is my pick for group three. He's playing great. He really is. He's just a he's just unbelievable player. Um, I, I don't know why he hasn't had a very successful the last year. He hasn't been the best at you know a lot of nine twelve seven eights. That's that's not par for him. So I'm, hopefully he kind of you know plays a little better this weekend. Chris Brewer. Give me, the, 
Oh, oh go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I just, yeah, it's been a weird year. A lot of like nine twelves, you know, seven eights kind of finishes going on for Chris Brewer. Uh, he, uh, I don't know, kind of just doesn't stop playing good. You can find him on plenty of tropical games too, because he's got tro- my inbox is oh yeah, very pregnant of Chris Brewer tropical invites. Max tropical invites. Yeah, max tropical invites. Um, so yeah, that, that is his course. Powerful to be contender. And just you mentioned Kensler right before that, because I'm I remember that world championship from just a few years ago. And uh he had shot a 22 on agave to start the qualifier. Yep. All right. And for probably 60 to 70 percent of that field, their tournament would have been over effectively. At least yeah, uh, yeah. Your, your championship tournament would have been over effectively. Uh, and then uh, basically took, you know, gained a stroke and a half per round every day. And then he got into the qualifier, I think, somewhere in the, the mid to low 20s. You know, it was just one of those heart of a champion moments where you that's how you, that's why, you know, that guy's as good as he is. And he rode all of that to a fourth place finish. And I remember, and that was the, the, the inspiration was the kids, the kids, you know, he's thinking about the family. That was, that was really what was going for the minor speak to a lot. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll needle Kins a little bit here, but you know, he joined such esteemed fourth place company as Seth Stanifer, Will Lee, Ramsey Thomas. We I love mean, these guys. Brian Bernhardt. Brian Bernhardt. Yeah. The Mount Rushmore of fourth place finishes. Man. Yeah, but well, the thing group. is, you know, Gene, I'm not sure if you were done yet or not, but he's got nothing to prove to the Golden Tee players. No, you know, no, and that's, no, and that's no. what it comes down. No, I tell you, but what it does, I mean, if he does win, it reopens that goat conversation again. Yeah, it, if you were to win, if you yeah. were to win, it re it reopens it right back up. It's at least a real big hand raise for him, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it puts three in his win column. And uh, I think I think for for Kinsler the disadvantage for him is the new mixed tees that he's going to see some looks that he just hasn't seen, and it's going to there's going to be a certain holes that just might nip in the rear hole eighteen of Forest something like that comes up no. in a match or in a qualifier and it's a shot that he hasn't hit yeah a guy like him should be able to figure it out you know but no, that, that's, that's a good example too because there's there's holes on some of the there are openings on some of that holes there that you think are there and then you go on eclipse tree and it's in the water every time. And you're just like, what did it hit? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that could be a factor. It just kind of depends on how big his ramp up is here. Yeah. I mean. yeah as I said, Banger Kinsler can come out this, this next week. Although I think he'll be a little disappointed on how much money people are making in these days, uh, <laughs> playing live contests. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Van Hoosier. Let's hear your pick. Uh, give, give me the list one more time. I don't have it sitting here in front of me. Uh, we have uh, Chris Brewer, Eddie Godfrey, Chris, Greg Kinsler, Jared Decker, Mark McClevich, Mark Gomez, Steve Beatty, and Steve Cook. Wow. I know the last person. I'm not picking Steve Cook. You can't make me. No. No, I, yeah. For the reasons Bernsey cited, that list kind of comes down to Brewer and Mouth for me. Um and Malf is he's the other guy. He's had a really rough tournament here. Um, it hasn't been one of his better match play tournament type years. And obviously he's had his own set of issues at uh world's tournaments these last few goes. Um well if Duncan's so, not there, we don't have to worry about any lotion on the track ball. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's one that's one source of controversy we can, we could eliminate if if he's not there, right? Um, that's just the rumor at this point. 
Uh, I hate to copy Burnsy with Brewers, so I, I so I won't. I'll go with Mouth. Screw it. All right, Mouth to be considering. If he holds up, uh, he's uh, he goes to surgery just after the World Championship. His uh, his tournament year is likely not going to start until probably uh or his tour tournament year will probably not start until uh missouri he's gonna probably miss out on florida so i'm curious what's happened uh just want to make a note real quick i don't know how much people pay attention or how much they care about world rankings but eddie godfrey is currently number two and so that means you've been playing at high volume that typically is what that means he got me for dallas man i yeah. he might do it he's a great player but he got me for dallas on the fantasy picks yeah i understand i understand and the other uh, thing too about about Eddie Godfrey is when I mentioned about Kinsler maybe not knowing the shot, Eddie Godfrey is one of those guys that knows every shot. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah, that's that's one of those things that always come to his advantage. So so never forget that shot on hole seventeen of Pine in Nashville. Yeah. That was so silly. <laughs> All right, Group Four: Adam Harris, Al Jazz, Al Zarel, Brian Bernhardt playing. How many World Championships is this for you, Brian? Oh, great question. You know. Um, 03 and 05. Um, I missed oh, either four or six because Eastep beat me by one on Kangaroo Trail at the regional championship. I think Eastep got the spot that year. Um, but yeah, so 03, 05, 08, and then 16, 17, 18, 19. So my eighth one. Eight world championship. We'll have to see how much close to a record that is. Uh, Andy Haas would be the one that challenges all, challenges you on that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and let me get this list back up. Gary Sheldon, Justin Clark, Mike Demko, Mike Jager, and Will Sandstead. Matt Van Hoosier. Go ahead, start us off, man. You know, I I like this group pairing that's a, that's a fun group to to play games with for sure and to pick from uh let's see yeah shorter flight for jagger that's got to be nice for him he's playing pretty well and he's 50 now he's 50 now right that's a, that's a thing man we're all getting old hang out oh. a bunch of old guys it, you're in your 30s do you know um I tell you what, I, the other night I was playing uh, with a couple guys and, and he, you know, my, my friend was having a decent round on the onset there and shooting one better thinking he was pretty hot stuff. Got to about hole 12 and he goes, holy ass, what, who's the rock? Like, Why? He goes, cause he's five in front of me <laughs> and he <laughs> was putting up this beast monster of a round. And I'm, I mean, recalling that and combined with this St. Louis run that he made, uh, you know, not too, not too awful long ago. Uh, I think anybody in this group is a good pick, honestly. I don't, I don't think there's a really a bad pick in the group uh, versus the competitors in the group, but uh, I'll, I'll go with Justin. He's uh, he's just kind of that horse there that you don't really see coming, and all of a sudden he does it, and you're like, yeah, now that kind of makes sense. Yeah, you don't believe it when you see him. You, 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 tend, for, nope. you tend to forget he's there. And, you know, the most important part about it, fellow Cyclone fan. Oh. <laughs> now we know why. Okay. Uh, now yeah, you know just why. Look, we- <laughs> Throw a celebration there for a second. Uh, go ahead, Bernsey. Uh, are you going to go ahead, go ahead and pick your, go ahead and pick yourself? Are you going to do so, it? So here, yeah. Here's the deal. I mean, I'm a confident guy, and I'm, I am going to pick myself. However, looking at this list, if I was not in this group, um, I go with Will Sandstead. 
I think he's a guy he played great in Nashville, and for whatever reason on that Sunday, things just did not go as planned. Um, you know, everybody else on this list, I know Gary, he had, he peaked in his career in, in Nashville <laughs> or in South Carolina, South Carolina, wherever we were last year. That, that's his peak. That's text message um, incoming. <laughs> um, Justin Clark, what, what did he get? Did he get fourth in St. Louis? Fourth, yeah, fourth. Yeah. Um, two great finishes. Um, and Demko, he's, he's always a guy that's going to end up, you know, he'll make the cut. I won't be surprised me if he's a top 16 guy. Um, but I'd put myself up against anybody in this group. So I'm going to go with myself. I hear you, Bernsey. Uh, to me, this is probably one of the tougher groups to pick right there. Uh, just a lot of really good even competition. Um, I like your pick. Uh, we'll see. I'm I'm curious to see what what we're going to see out of Justin. And this is uh, you know, for a guy that doesn't play a whole lot of tournaments, this will be a completely new venue. I don't think he's played a world championship before. Um, uh, did we see him in 19? I, I was trying to remember. I, you might be right. I don't. I don't think he did. Boy, I wish we had a website where I could just go look at these stats. Incredible technologies. Uh, the uh, Jazz. I'm interested in seeing what he's going to be about. He came off a kind of a, a good little run in that player of the year tournament. That's going to be uh, something. Uh, all guys can make cuts. I mean, every single one of them, they can make cuts. And if that's at this point what, what we're always looking for the guy that's going to make you a cut. Yep. And what's interesting, the way these are done here, when by the time you get through group four with almost eight in every group with the exception of group one that's you, you would think that group everybody in these first four groups make the cut that doesn't happen you know 75 percent of these guys are going to make it probably there's going to be eight guys in this uh these groups that probably don't and it's it's uh you just never know who it's going to be until until we play our games the 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 kind note here from the from the fantasy perspective is there's no pink bracket to get dumped into and so if you missed the cut, you, you, you still have that chance to make a run and be 33rd, which is helpful for your, for your fantasy picks. So you're not going to get somebody who gets stymied out and can only get, you know, 97th. And this right. field, and, and in this field too, that's a complete roll of the dice and that silver oh bracket. Gosh. Yeah. The purple bracket with these 64 folks, whoever they might end up being. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Forget, I mean, start watching on round one. Cause there's no, there's really no gimme buys in there. Yeah. It's, maybe it's the nuts. bottom six guys and that would be it. Yeah. Group five, uh, we'll have two guys playing their first ever world championship. And one of them is Jason Elliott, who right now I haven't met. I don't know who that is. I'm excited to get to meet him. Kevin O'Connor plays world championship. Number four has not made a cut in a world championship yet. Uh, Kyle Heasley playing his first world championship. And then Mike Arrington, the O brothers, Oliver and Orlando Ayala, squeaky Bob Washburn and two time world championship runner up Tim Glenn. I believe it would be Bernsey's turn to go ahead. Yeah, the, the, the first thing I want to comment on is it's so nice to see someone from outside of the United States being able to be a part of the actual world championships. It's not a national Absolutely. championship. So, so Tim Glenn, I don't know if you're listening or not, or if you're just looking for another Lamborghini, but you know, congratulations <laughs> on making it to world. Can't wait to see you, my friend. Um, Stupid Bitcoin. <laughs> As we've talked about in the past, as far as this fantasy golf goes, it just gets harder and harder picking these groups now. Um, I, I must say, 
um, as far as the Ayala brothers, man, when when he missed that putt, I think it was Orlando. It was Calypso, I didn't right? On Calypso, uh, against a whole, uh, Lance Harris, th- three missed putts. I think he was up one or two, and he missed three putts on a whole eighteen of Calypso. Um, I'm sure that's been on the back of his mind for the last two and a half years. Um, Kyle Heasley, you know, all those times I didn't pick him, he did well, and the one time I picked him, he didn't do that great. Uh, <laughs> he missed a cut. Yeah, yeah, I know. Maybe I need to qualify with him. That, that'll help him out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Tim Glenn. I think no one's going to pick Tim because they're going to look at his handicap. They're not going to know the guy. And they're going to say, who the heck is this guy? He's probably from Canada or something. So, And, and, the, and the truth is he's a hall of famer in the world of golden tea. Yeah. He's, he's been around the game. That's the know, truth. For he's a long decades. time for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it was, like I said, twice, twice runner up at the world championship. Exactly uh, right. One of the most revered Canadian players of all time. If the, He's probably the third best Canadian player of all time. If, one and two are Enzo and Pony, um, and maybe okay. even Nikki Fajo. But uh, that's uh, I wouldn't blame that pick. I mean, he knows how to be. he's performed in the big moments. Uh, but, but it's been a while. These guys, Gino. I, I look at all these guys here, and I know Tim's history and and little things like you know Tim was on a mission to get his spot in the yeah. events mode, and what he is, found the way. He didn't he, beat the mouth. Does he play stouts? Probably he does now. Everybody else does. Yeah, I guess he does. <laughs> Maybe there was a chance. I don't know. There is a chance, but yeah. he won a par three contest. Let's just start there. Okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah, fade, <laughs> fade, stouts. Now, what is the style conversion between the U.S. and Canada? Is it like only thirty percent wind, or is it still fifty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> go it's, ahead. It's half the meter per second of wind, Bernsey. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Uh, I like that Tim Glenn pick. I, I understand where you're coming from there, Bernsey. Uh, you know, I've played with Tim plenty of plenty of times over the course of the last, what, two decades or whatever. And uh, a nicer guy in Colton's, he is tough to find. Uh, I liked him, but he's not the guy to pick in this group, I don't think. Uh, one group too high for me. Um, that being said, you know, like, you, like you said, Chris, it's, it doesn't get easier to pick as we're going down these groups by any means. Yeah. Not that it was easy to start with. But, uh, you know, this is what happens. It's a world championship, right? Everybody is here for a reason. Uh, they, can, they, can, they can roll the track mall. Um, Squeaky Bob jumps to mind. He's obviously got himself a little bit of tournament history, especially this year. Um, definitely a full-on adopter of the stout life. Um, and shoot, the other name now uh, that I had in mind that I was going to talk about just escaped me because I'm uh, – uh, What, Mike Arrington? Nobody's mentioned Mike. Uh, well, you know, I did think about that while you were rolling down the list, and, uh, and the winner of the Pacific Northwest Open. Outside of I mean, outside guys, of home territory, though, he hasn't he hasn't showed me anything yet. No, right? He doesn't go to a ton of tournaments outside. He has been to Worlds a couple times. That helps. Um, but I haven't isn't seen his wife the than results him? from Mike just yet. Pardon, Bernsey? Isn't his wife a better player than he is? No, 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 no. come on, don't, let's not be ridiculous. All right, she is. No, she is. She is good, though. I'm, I'm just. Uh, she's. She's right. She's right now the. Uh, I'll say nine to. Uh, we'll say six to five favorite to win the Florida Ladies Tournament. All right, yeah. we'll handicap that. I'll get Puff to handicap that a little bit more. 
Uh, but yeah, six to five. Varen Baxley goes. That changes things. Brittany Casper can beat her. Um, that's probably your top three. But anyways, we'll get the. But do that in this group. So we'll, we'll yeah. move along. All right, go ahead. I digress. I digress. Tangents, a shiny object. Yeah, give me give me Squeaky Bob. I think give me Squeaky Bob in this group. Adam Harris was up there. He's ready. Yeah, I feel like Robert's ready. We're we're. He can give you some good nine twelve. He had a good competitive run in uh, uh, in, in Texas. Yep. Yeah, he's a guy that could be ready for something no. like this. Kyle, um, Kyle was the other name. The Kyle was the other name. I said to myself, since Bernsey didn't pick him, he's obviously going to do well this time. But it, it will all depend on whether they qualify together or not. So since I don't know that right now, we'll go squeaky Uh Has anybody met Jason Elliott before? I have. Yeah. Okay, I have not. I, I have not met that guy before. Um, but if the score meets the player, then Dan, he 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 got he's got game. Yeah, I've I just seen, don't seen, know how much he's been playing it. recently. Right, he's obviously been real heavy into his business. He's been heavy into you know and twins. That, I, I from experience, I can tell you that is a huge time sink. Is is having two kids? It's not double the work. It's like four or five times the work. Um, so, you know, he's uh, had that all going on. I don't know how much he's been playing, but uh, he's I, he's definitely he can rack up points in a really really big hurry and holdouts in a really big hurry. I went handicap hunting today, and I, I looked at his gameplay a little bit, and it, yeah, it did look a little down. So, but um, either way, I'll be happy to meet the guy. Uh, group six is the return of Adrian Westergren. It's been a while since we've seen Old West. Brandon Eby will play his third world championship as long with uh, Brandon Robinson. Corey you play with his glasses this time? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, sure, hope so. Yeah. Uh, Corey Neely will make Corey Neely will make his Gravy Beast Tournament uh, World Championship debut as, uh, along with Dan Gillard or another Canadian James Bradwell in this tournament. Justin Wilson and Ryan Sparks playing his, uh, his second, I think, World Championship. Uh, go mm-hmm. ahead, Matt. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like this group. Uh, there's Canadians in the group. Uh, James Bradwell's played him before. Uh, mm-hmm. He's obviously very vocal as far as trying to get invites up there to Canada. Make it happen, IT. This guy is going to be your cash cow for that whole dang nation. Uh, let it ride on 50 cent. Uh, we got to figure. We got to figure out what's going on up there. Got to figure that out. Yeah. Conversion rates be damned. Charge him 60 cents. He doesn't care. <laughs> um, a really good group, like you said. A lot of lot of newer folks uh, to the world's tournament scene. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the guy that uh, that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, hasn't played since Nashville. Uh, didn't play well in Nashville because he was trying to double do the worlds in the goal in the mobile. I I know for a fact he's not gonna make that mistake this time. I don't see him being one that's gonna be sitting out on tables uh, and wearing himself out. Uh, give me Ryan Sparks um, to be the uh, the high man in the group here. Yeah, so he's, uh... he's got the thumbs for it. So I just uh, I was on Discord the other night with the mobile guys, and uh, he had basically I think he had told them that he was not going to do the mobile thing because he was one hundred percent into arcade. Um, that being said, it was I mean it might be one of those things where it wouldn't take him much to maybe try to qualify for that world championship, and it's an easy payday. I think he could do. I mean, if there's but three, I think he learned his lesson. Yeah, if there's it's three, if there's three spots available, I mean. 
Yeah, go take a stab at it. I mean, you might may, you might get a little quick payday right there. I don't know. I mean, just I, I, that's a recommendation for you too, there, Bernsey. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, I, I, no, you I, don't I get it on Friday remotely. night. I, forgot. Never mind. I was gonna say I was gonna have to say the exact same thing until you said it wasn't gonna be on time. Yeah, but uh, to, to piggyback off of that, Gino, as far as you know, the spark thing, and I, I do like your pick, Matt, for the exact reason that you said. As far as the doing the, I think in this case it's okay to do the mobile and the arcade thing, because it concludes before. Arcade. Yeah, you, you do have this so, date so you, separation. That's nice. Yeah, you can focus on one, and then flip that switch, play a few practice games in arcade, and you're right back. You know, start like riding a bike. Um, it, this is a good group, though. You know, it is James Bradwell. I got a great chance to meet him in um, in Austin. I think it was a few years ago such a kind dude he, he just was really you know this the the hoops that he jumped through just to get from canada to texas that one tournament it was just amazing and and this is not going to be easy either you know unfortunately for him you know it, it it's not and i should have thought about this with tim glenn my earlier pick but getting to the america from canada is not the easiest thing to do during a pandemic but um <laughs> Adrian, you know, Wes there, uh, he doesn't play that much anymore. No. I think the last time I saw him, I was knocking him out of the World Championships back in 2017. Honestly, I think the last time I saw him, I was sweating. Okay. He's in Florida Um, with us a few times. Yeah, but I might not have been there. I don't know. Uh, You've been in Florida a lot with us, Matt. Oh. Two, three times? Anyway, sorry, Bruns. Yeah. Di- once again, digress. I do think anybody in this group has a chance of actually making the cut. And if there's one person that I have more faith in doing that, just because I know the amount of games he plays, whether it be on a commercial machine or at home, um, Brandon Robinson, uh, he's my pick for group six. The big head. Good pick. The big head. He's building. He's been building a lot of confidence over the years. You know, he's at a good place in his Golden career right now, to where he's he hasn't plateaued. You know, he's still kind of moving up, and there's still a chance for him to shine. So this could. Well, be he, he was there in attendance in 2019. He was there and watched uh, watched how that went down, right? So I'm sure that that's uh, fueled him a bit. Be like, hey, you know, that's something I want to be a part of. Let's let's make this thing happen. Let's put in the work. You know. So, well, he he qualified with me in. Uh... At the high scores arcade in the 2017 world championship, he was there and he and I qualified together. Um, and yeah, the dudes, you know, got game. I've seen actually a couple occasions where he has had to rally like big rounds, like two straight 30s to qualify 32nd in a tournament that happened in Austin back in uh 2019. He had it was like it was Jamaica and Oakwood, and he closed out. It was something the nature of 29, 31, or 30, 31, something stupid like that. And it got him all, it got him right to 32nd or 31st, something like that. And uh, very capable of putting up big rounds, um, a lot, as a lot of these guys are. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to get from Adrian. Um, I've seen him, he's firing up the play just a little bit um, because Golden T is, and as I made the joke earlier about live contest, I don't know how any of these get, like Bernsey, I don't know how he, a lot of these guys are making money these days. It's just I don't know how I'm making money. Yeah, it, it's it's insane I'm not really. to me. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't have a job now. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Um, what? Okay, I do kind of get it, but just it's um, 
I don't know. Yeah, I, I think once that went away for Adrian, it's just maybe, uh, you know, I don't know what he's doing, but he might be working. We'll see. Um, I'd be curious to see. Um, but there's also a lot, like I said, a lot of new faces there. Group seven, Brad Stewart. What world do I live in where I say Brad Stewart's playing in a world championship? Unbelievable. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I love Brad. Um, he's been, he's been waiting like event. two years for this. He got second at your event. Man. I know, I know. It's uh, I, I remember when I first met him. I'm like, all right, this guy's uh, going to be coming to these tournaments to drink a lot for a lot of years. It's going to be great. How, and how much did it remind you the first time that we met Paul? Oh yeah, no, oh yeah, that's the, that's the most the Luna thing, right? <laughs> Luna was a joke. I mean, that's really what it was, but I get it. Um, Danny Beal, Danny Bell, the old-fashioned Luna Brad Stewart, you know, comparison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hate to throw out another one of those. Uh, <laughs> Danny Beal, Danny Bell, Daniel Kalashevsky, David Key, Gavin Heron, Sean Tickner, Stephen Puff Kramer. And Todd Bacon Clark. A lot of likable people in this group. Yeah, no joke. Uh, Brian Bernhardt. Well, I'll tell you who I'm not going to pick, and that's Daniel Kalazuski, because I picked him a couple times, and he didn't do shit at those tournaments. So, sorry, Daniel. I hope you do well, but um, I'm not going to pick you. Maybe I'll give you a little fire under your ass there. But uh, I've you know brad stewart um he plays a little bit he bowls a lot you know he, I, I don't um i think it's going to be more just happy to be there you know kind of thing i'm i'm thinking about who's going to sneak into the cut in this group i'm not because it, it can happen and the one person that i don't think anybody's going to really pick but that i think has a chance to make the cut is gavin heron he's been going to tournaments for a long time and he's a great player and he just kind of stays to himself. He does his own thing. Um, and he's got a great chance of just kind of putting himself in that little bubble and just playing well and finding a way to make that cut. He can beat anybody. Mm-hmm. True story. He can beat anybody. Uh, he's you, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can beat anybody. This group's a little funny. Um, I just uh, I want to I point out the guys that have kind of ramped up gameplay, and I see it's kind of portrayed a little bit in the world rankings. Um, and if you go to that point, you may find Stephen Puff Kramer, who's uh, a little bit higher up than he would probably normally be. So, not off my radar, Puff Daddy. Um, I, I see you there, and uh, we'll see what kind of tournament he's gonna have. Um, a lot of guys, these are all guys besides Brad, I think, have played in world championships before. Um, David, yeah, Danny having the most experience, obviously. Yeah, Danny, uh, a Team USA alum as well. Um, Bacon, uh, you know, Bacon's had tournament success before, capable of putting up big rounds. And once again, this is a group that if you get the guy that makes the cut, then you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Matt Van Hoosier, who's your pick? Uh, you guys nailed it. The guy who makes the cut in this group's the winner because it's not going to be many of them. Um, I uh, and I I don't say this poorly against any of the people in this group. I just I don't see it happening. I think this is going to be a silver bracket group. Uh, so then it comes down to the match play. Uh, first off, congrats again to David Key uh, for getting that world spot over me. 
Uh, that gives you some cred. However, you're in a casino, therefore you lose all cred on the ability to shoot this tournament. Sorry, buddy. Good luck. Good luck yes. at the tables. I wish you the best. And I if you win, I, hey, congratulations to everybody because it's going to be a dad dang party. Oh, yeah. No, you, you definitely want to be hanging around that guy, by the way. All right. If you, if you, if oh, you yeah. want to see money fly, there yeah, you go. Yeah, get ready. Is that, wear, your ear, wear your earmuffs, right? Yeah. Wear your earmuffs. You don't want to hear it necessarily, but you want to see it. Head your tails. Head your tails. <laughs> Uh, just pick a game, really. So, sorry, get back on track here. Uh, I agree with what you guys were saying here. I think for this, for me, this group comes down to either Gavin or, or Danny Bell. Um, and what did we watch in 2019 or 2018, whichever one it was? We watched Gavin Heron make the cut. We watched him beat Andy Haas. All right, so that's on these stages. Uh, Danny Boy, obviously, he's had success at tournaments, uh, not as much recently. Um I think well, he'll have driven there, right? Because he hates to fly, so that's a weird thing. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to be out there for. I don't know what you never know what his mindset's going to be, honestly, because nobody knows what the hell he's talking about most of the time. Uh, so I'm with you, Burnsy. Give me Gavin Heron. Not a bad pick. Once again, like I said, capable of beating anybody. And I'll group alpha, <laughs> including myself. Uh, group eight, everybody in this group will be making their world championship debut this year. Brian Stowell, Chisholm Woodson, advocate of the old Denver Open. Chris Jusick, young Chris Jusick, Craig Franta, don't know him. That's the Matt Elsner pick right there. Uh, Evan, Evan Scanlon, Kelly Ambrose, Ken Terrell, and Miller Montz. Matt Van Hoosier. Uh no need to put too much fuzz on it. It's Evan Scanlon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm going to see him a little bit before. Um, just, you know, we're going to put everything at ease and just, you know, like I say, hey, go play a world championship. Uh, he's going to be a part of a dinner uh, we're having Thursday night. I'm excited to have uh, see him and Ashley. They're going to join us. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, he's, uh, you know, here through obviously his purple bracket entry at the Carolina Clash. And um, I, I just feel well like if playing, you know, eight or whatever man tournaments with just these eight guys in it, 10 mm -hmm. times, he's going to win six of those tournaments. Uh, yeah. And just, you know, a guy that, you know, that can make cuts, but also I would point out that I've seen Brian Stowell make cuts. Uh, I've seen Chris Jusick make a cut or two guys that sure. can put up good rounds. And once again, like I said, if you get a cut here, it's a definite winner. Um, and uh yeah, there's uh go ahead, Bernsey. Yeah, so really the only people that I know in this group, I mean, I know Kelly Ambrose and he got in with that money shot. So congratulations to Kelly. That's pretty sweet. Right. We, yep. we all know he's he, he's a good player. Um, you know, he's under the life of the world championships, like this is gonna be a whole new thing for him. Um, Evan Scanlian, you know, he 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 won against Jeff in uh in Carolina, and so that shows that he's able to, you know, do well in those matches and and, and win those, those really important ones. Um, Chisholm doesn't play a whole lot. He's a great guy. He's, he's a pool player. Um, and, and I'm sure the other guys are, are good as well, but, but Chris, Chris just, yeah. However, however the hell you pronounce his last name. I, I, I met this guy three or four years ago in Richmond and I've seen nothing but progress from this guy, including that as a third place finish in purple bracket in Nashville. And, and what was one of the biggest fields before, you know, Dallas happened. Um, seeing him play and, and just 
watching him focus on his matches because I was watching his match against Squeaky Bob because I was King of the Hill. So I was playing the winner of that match. And uh, he graciously lost that match. He was happy to be in that position. And I know that he knows he could do better. And it wouldn't surprise me to see him. You know, like you mentioned, I don't think anybody makes the cut out of this group. But if you can go on a decent run in silver and win some matches, I think he's that guy. So Chris is my pick. I like it. I like it. Uh, it's uh, he, like I said, he's capable of putting up big rounds. I've seen him make cuts, and you know that's typically a guy you would want to go with. Um, and then, like I said, there but there's players that you know also know how to put up good rounds. Didn't Ken Terrell win the copper bracket? Sure did with a thirty under. How's that for your copper bracket entrance? Uh, okay. <laughs> Well, it all be. depends. Does he play stouts or was it Baja? Uh, did, did he, uh, he does play stouts. I don't know which course it was. He must be related to Big Benji Russell. They uh, they messed up and he they actually played dodge. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think no they didn't do that but. Well, welcome to the thirty under club, Ken. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so that's your um, that's your fantasy golf right there. Uh, get your picks into Steve Sobel. Uh, like to get a good payout going there for this year for those guys that uh, do end up playing this. Um, curious who we're going to volunteer to try to go uh, get the whole guess the cut line uh, thing. I'm not going to have a boyer there for it. Can, can we no, do that? Hmm? Can, can, can we have somebody walking around collecting 20s during this event or no? That probably seems like not a great idea. No, I mean, well, no, we had Todd Boyer doing it then at the Orleans. Todd Boyer, we it was a forty. We, well, we did the hole and win. That's what we were doing, and then we did yeah, the, we, we did guess the cut also. But yeah, we also had the forty dollar hole and or hole and one side pot. Yeah, Bernsey, did you have one at the Orleans that last year? Oh, probably not. I missed the cut. Okay, I, well, I missed the cut too, but I had one. <laughs> I think it was like $47. You know, oh. I mean, it was 40 to get 47 back. It was... Uh, For your 40 in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. It's against the best in the world. In the best field I've ever played in. Yeah, that is exactly what that was. It starts um, to make it not such a good bet, huh? Yeah. You can almost buy a beer with that $7. Jeez. I'm, I'm concerned. I mean, they... Um, and Mouth's over there. Uh, he's he's streaming tonight. I was uh, watching him before we got on tonight, and uh, I don't know. He's uh, talking. I guess there will be a drink or ser- some kind of drink service there, uh, like cash bar. Or not, I'm not sure. Even cash bar. Um, Bernsey. Oh, it's not open bar. You, it would be open bar. You It'll think be open see- for you to pay the money for drinks? Yeah. You think IT would go back to doing that? You remember those uh, world championships that you played in in 03 and 05? So, you know what, Gino? Um, and they are I, was, I, I, I listened to both parts of your Gary C podcast, and I want to I want to let you know a couple of things here real quick while this is coming up. That was awesome. A great listen. For those that are listening to this one, if you have not listened to that, tune into it. Uh, Gary is a great guy. Um, you know, he – is one of the reasons why it is where it is today you know unfortunately he wasn't able to stay as long as he probably would have liked you know but everything happens for a reason you know but um i was driving listening to that podcast now they're able to relive some of the moments and um 
IT did some really awesome things for the players back in the day, you know, and, and those things are, you know, they, they used to pay for us. They, they'd fly us down for free. We had to pay for significant other. Um, they, they provided the hospitality at, at the, the Friday's front row in Orlando. The, the Wyndham was right across the street. You know, they covered that. We had an awesome night at the Universal Studios. Um, you just, they, they really, you know, and I know we live in a different world now and, and things may never be the same, you know, and for someone like me that usually is negative when it comes to what IT does, uh, they did a lot of awesome stuff back in the day. And, and I am personally forever grateful for all the things that they did for the players, you know, in the early 2000s. It was uh, a, lot, a lot of good memories from back then. Uh, very well said. And thank you for the compliments on the, the Gary podcast. It was a pleasure to talk to the guy. Um, I wanted more. I, yeah. just, I want part three. When's that going to happen? <laughs> uh, well, uh, me and him can go back and talk some more. I'd like, I, I think there's an open podcast out there about how we can relive some of these players' charity championships because there's four of them. Uh, that, uh, that, that's an idea I pitched to him a little bit. Like we can do this again. And, but also Don's been, uh, Don's been hollering. Apparently he wants to go part two again. I've, I've, I've been told that. So you aren't getting him until at least May, buddy. Yeah, no, we're going to be a while with Don. I, I, I need <laughs> the, to... the real question here is, are you going to talk to Elaine or Larry about getting on when you see them in Vegas? Uh, I don't know if they're going to be there. Oh, they live there. Uh, who, who... They'll be there. Okay, so Kevin uh, was telling me somebody was not going to be there. All right, because Kevin, I had the Kevin podcast yesterday. And um, I don't know if it's Elaine or Larry, or I think they would be there. I, I would ho- certainly hope them and the Richard, Richard would be there too. I mean, uh, Jim obviously be there. You know, they had their name on the freaking cup for, you know, for Christ's sake. I mean, you know, let's hope you're going to be there. Um. Early response on Golden T PGA. I talked to Kevin a little bit about this on my podcast with him yesterday. And you guys, uh, I, 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 you guys don't have one near you, do you? You said. I, I went to the uh, Find the Game feature on the new Golden T PGA app, and I said search within my uh, zip code with a radius of fifty miles, and it said there was no machines within fifty yeah. miles. In St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. So this is something to where there, if you're not part of the Cool Kid Operator Club, you don't get a machine. And I think this has a lot to do with Club Lucky. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Um, but uh, when I found out that the company that runs the National Golden Tea Tour wasn't getting a beta machine, didn't understand that. Um, I know that the salespeople are pulling a lot of the strings and kind of putting these machines in certain places, but we've seen we've seen it on, on the message boards where on Facebook where people are like, I don't know why this machine's here, but it is. You know, like what it's I don't know. If, if they really want to have a beta and they really want the best players in the world to play the game, find the glitches so they can fix those things, they need to put the machine to better places going forward. Yeah, and I, I think that and I, allow me to play devil's advocate because somebody has to, I suppose. No, um, I, I was getting ready to, but go ahead, Matt. You'll probably do a better job. Uh, well, we'll see. You can tag up with me if I screw this up. But um, as 
you know, yes, there's machines going into places and they're not getting a lot of play. It's a beta, but it's also effectively a product launch for a machine that they're trying to attract a new crowd with. And so attracting a new crowd by sticking your machines in places where all the old players play maybe isn't what you want to do. Now, did they do it the right way for their goals? I don't know. I don't see the numbers, but that could be about, to me, that could be the only driving force in some of the some of the selections that were made. And like you said, yeah, there's obviously some vendor politics at play that I'm not privy to. And I don't even, honestly, I don't even care. I don't even want to know about any of that stuff. I'm not a vendor. I don't want to be a vendor. And if you guys all want to have your pissing match, then go right ahead and piss all over each other. I don't care. Um, but, you know, in the end, this is a release that they've been hyping up for, uh, what, a year plus now? Um, yeah. And it's finally starting to get to the point where they can get some machines out in the field and if you really want to have a release that's going to maximize your impact as far as getting reviews out there, getting people's play, people playing the games, I mean, they know that the bangers aren't going to go play the PGA courses, but uh, it seems like getting a bigger footprint would be a goal. And maybe they're doing that, but I don't see it just because, you know, I, my, my viewpoint is only able to be 50 miles wide. That's the, the only access I have is that finding game right now. I can go type in somebody else's area code and start searching around, but I, you know, I'm not going to do that work. I don't care. It's I don't care li- if there's a machine that I can go drive and play. And I it's can't. A, it is a little weird. I mean, I, I will say that that um, this partner of incredible technologies, you know, you know, I, I understand you are completely right that it does not need to go into places to where. You know, the purpose of Golden Tee PGA Tour, and it's important that we say PGA Tour, by the way, uh, it is to attract new, the new player. It's attract the guy that is not us, the, not the avid player. We are already the avid player. They, we they've are already, already got their it. customer. Yeah. They already have us. They want other people. Um, and so that's the avenue of which we're going. Um, we have... It's amazing to me that, yeah, there's not one in St. Louis, Missouri, for crying out loud, but Chris Knight has one in BFE Lancaster, South Carolina. All right. I mean. And one thing I want to add to, like, I, I don't want one in the Power Cade. Like, I'm not saying, like, give one to Power Vending to no, put in the Power put in, Cade. Put in the metro but, area somewhere. Yeah. Put, they've got a new, that new two shamrocks location that, that we've got. Mm-hmm. Put, put it there. So give, give it to, you know, give it to power vending and say, Hey, you run the national golden tea tour. We want you to have machine. We want it. We want new eyes on it. So if you you can put it in one of these locations that, that you currently have, that'd be great. That's I, all I'm saying. I imagine they're looking at them and saying, no, your business is fine. All right. We're, we're going to give it to these other people. That might be what they're saying. And that's just speculation. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it just, you know, that make a lot of sense, but you know, I, I've also given up the days of my life of uh, trying to understand some of the, some of what, you know, incredible technologies does. Um, I'm happy to say that the Muse Brothers have a hold of two PGAs now. Um, cool. Yeah, there there are two at Callaway's now, and whatever that bar out in the middle of nowhere in South Carolina that I have heard about, I've never been there, but apparently it is the most attractive 
bar in South Carolina because they got beta a couple times, you know, in some of the old course releases. And, um, you know, so they have one too. So we got like, I think four in the state. Um, I, I will, um, I'll tell you what I, I'm more anxious for than seeing one of these PGA machines. And I, I trust me, I want to, I want to see one. I want to play one. I want to form my own opinion. Uh, I don't want to rely on everybody else's feedback to, to tell me that, that the buttons are in a different place. Okay. I got it enough about the freaking buttons. Okay. There's a blue light. Okay. I got it enough about the freaking blue light, but I just, I just want to play the stinking game. Uh, and I can't, but the thing I want to do more than that is play 2022 or 2023 courses. I need new courses. Same. Yeah. You know, yeah. these courses, uh, I mean, God bless them. They're, there's nothing wrong with the current year's courses. There's really not, but this is the first time we have been this long with the same course here. And I'm, and I don't play nearly as much as either of you two gentlemen, but I'm feeling it. So I kind of, I got to figure that most of these guys out there trying to pack in for worlds, especially are just exhausted of this. Yeah, it, especially it, it, you know, trying to the key change things. We're going back and forth. We're trying anything we can, anything we can do to get, uh, to get some new interest in the game as far as the current course here. But with the whole premise of not releasing the 2022s was we were waiting for a golden CPGA to come along because we didn't want everybody to have to pay everything twice. Okay, I get it. That's admirable. Joe TPGA is now here. Has anybody heard anything about new courses? Yes. You know, on my Kevin Lindsay podcast, he had mentioned that late spring is, he says he is very confident that that is when new courses will be go- coming out. So we'll see them in the fall. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought too. I don't know. I mean, I just like I said, I, I I've I've played this game with him for so many years now. Late, it's just, late yeah. spring. I appreciate so Kevin be, saying that, but you know, I don't. He does. I don't know if he does. It'd be that's true. June twentieth. I will refuse. Late spring of what year? <laughs> I will refer you. <laughs> Kevin. Sorry, I'm sorry, but I will refer you to Kevin Lindsay's post on home on the home edition owners group last year asking, hey, is there going to be a summer swing this year? His response verbatim is summer over yet. That's what he said. <laughs> well, OK, summer is kind of over. Summer's now. Very, very over. And but, nothing. Uh, real, real quick before we talk more about the 2022 courses or lack thereof, the the one more thing I want to mention call about right now, I didn't call them 2023 courses, 20, I don't know. But the, the, as far as the beta goes, um, I understand wanting new eyes to see the new product. But what happens is if you don't have the top players playing it that are going to report the issues with the game, which is what a beta is about, is about finding glitches and the products can be released in masses and we're going to be throwing patches out there for several months fixing things that could have been fixed in the first two months that weren't because of the locations that they were in. I will okay I'm gonna do it again. I'm going devil's advocate again on your Bernsey because and I and I'm a little bit passionate about this topic because it kind of hits closer to home to where you know my my personal you know employment actually is if you release the product to the best 200 golden sea players in the world to go beta test you will find 5% of the bugs. You'll find them for sure because they'll get the play gameplay. But if you don't get players there that hit the ball in the stupidest skipper horner places you've ever seen, you're not going to find the majority of the bugs, right? You got to get the guys that are going to do something absolutely unforeseen, right? They, they go and they can test for things that they know you're going to do. 
that's easy. You got to go find the dumbest idiot out there who's going to hit a putter off of a guy's nutsack into a golf cart and then turn the volume all the way up really quick just to see what sound he makes, but then turn it down and then switch his balls and, you know, whatever stupid combination is something that everybody on Facebook is going to come up with and then call IT idiots for not having found it in the first place. You need those guys beta testing your machines too. And they, I think they try to do that with some of these location releases, but they just don't get them to show up. And honestly, most of the time, those guys just, if they find a bug, they're probably not going to report it. They're going to be like, oh, that sucks. Right. Stupid IT didn't work their product because they don't even know it's a beta. They just think they got the cool new machine. Yeah. So it's, I, it's a hard problem for those, for them, I think, that, uh, yeah, you can, like I said, you can send it out to all these players. You're going to get massive amounts of gameplay and they're going to test exactly 10% of your game. You mean, and that you makes just, sense, Matt. I mean, it really, it really does make sense. And and but like you said, the one my other concern was, okay, so they find these glitches, but do they report it? You know, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, it, it's um, I'm, I'm going to compare it to. I used to work for a third party insurance company back when I lived in Iowa City, and I was in a department of 31 people, me and 30 women. The thermostat, you, you could never make every person happy as far as whatever oh, yeah. was. you know so 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 what i'm saying is you know no, no matter what you do in this situation you're not going to make everybody happy you're only going to make half the people happy if you're lucky and you know leave it to me to find the the downside of it <laughs> no you're absolutely right with that yeah if you've got a something like that if you ask uh, four people their opinion on the temperature you're you're going to get seven opinions yeah <laughs> But uh, it now seems like uh, there's a lot more machines getting more out there now. Um, there's that's, that, that is a good sign, right? You're, you're finally starting to see the the bottlenecks start. Now, uh, here's now here's a lot of machines. Uh, that's good, right? That's it's good that that's starting to happen. I am curious how quick that spigot can make things happen. Yeah, I, I, Kevin. Kevin had mentioned to me uh, on the podcast that. Um, some of those parts, you know, supply chain parts are, you know, it's starting to get better. Okay. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Now I will quote my local salesperson, sales manager, this guy who's been here for 20 something years. And he, uh, I think he said two months, if you buy today, that's how long you're waiting. Um, and Kevin thought that was generous. So I, uh, you know, um, but th th that's a good thing, though. Uh, and I mean, they're, that means they're in demand. I mean, that, that means we're... Uh, I'm waiting to see the guy that buys one and then sells it, flips it for like eight grand. You know, do they get that <laughs> much in demand? I have it right now. Yeah, I mean, it's... Well, if you want to try to go the PS5 route, basically, that's what you'd be doing. It's riskier, but somebody will try it. Uh, it, it won't surprise me. I mean, I follow a lot of arcade pages on facebook are arcade sales and and pinball machines are you know some of the newer pinballs people are trying to sell them for 12 to 15 grand you know so it's it's just the whole people being at a home more you know market you know that wouldn't surprise me Chris. Well, if they had a home edition product for pga tour edition right now you'd have people buying that thing up too oh goodness yeah, they could test it for them uh that would that would yeah that would immediately they're sales would go right through the roof but you know then they'll you know be on back order for three years or something you know everybody trying to get their hands on a golden two pga tour once again i've been told got to say pga tour and i'm training myself because i'm going to be on this stream are, are for a while doing, what are we doing this what are we doing this different are we doing something different here not saying it right uh, okay when you say pga and just when you uh -huh. just say pga on its own it implies the pga of america 
which is not the same. The PGA Tour is just the actual tour of golfers. The PGA of America is the 28,000 professionals out there teaching golf all across the world. Can we okay. call it PGAT? <laughs> now I, I i suggested to kevin i was like well we should just call it make sure we're always saying the tour for the tour for the tour but i've always called our tour the tour the tour yeah so the tour was, tour yeah so right now i'm like i said training myself especially because i'm going to be doing this a lot for the next you know week pga tour PGA uh tour. yeah and i'm yeah gotta get make sure we're getting adam's ear and yeah. You know, Apparently they've been good. Apparently the go ahead, all the twenty nine thousand members of the PGA. I apologize for quoting your association in reference to a silly video game that we all play and love. And what? Well, yeah, you know, right, uh, guys, just just get over it. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, not but, sorry. <laughs> but we we also you know um, it, it is nice to have a new platform. It, it's it's nice that after. You know, you were talking, Gino, about 2004 when you're at Worlds and in your dad's overhearing during during the beta, which I remember was two, November 2004 when beta came out. Uh, we were that's, and, and that's and when he, the World Championship was. Yeah, and so so here we are in February of 2022, 17 plus years later. Roll it back, buddy. <laughs> and we've got a new platform. You know, so. <laughs> And it's technically the same platform, just with some shinier bells and whistles, you know. Yeah. But it's something new and different, and it'll end up being a good thing. They they want they are definitely documenting this as we're turning the page. And by the way, this World Championship, we are turning the page on these courses. Um, I cannot wait. Oh well, I they first off, yeah, we need to we need new courses. All right, because that new course is that Missouri Open right there. That'll go through the roof once we get some new courses. I feel well, like I, I think, and honestly, I think you. I mean, you guys have seen the numbers for Wisconsin, right? They're they're down for what uh, we had for the. I mean, twenty twenty one set a very high bar for attendance for all tournaments, all yeah, six of them, of course. for sure. The numbers Wisconsin. I mean, we're coming up on a hundred here, and that's good, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not the gangbusters numbers like we were seeing coming out of COVID. And we kind of talked about on this podcast, you know, how much of it's COVID, how much of it's this, how much of it's that. These numbers are old course numbers. That's it's well, that's it. Wisconsin, I think you also have to think that being three weeks after Vegas plays a huge role in, in it as well. It yeah. it does, but, but it remember, does because of the new how much of Wisconsin the courses, guys that aren't in those ninety six though. Yeah. Right. If if you're a guy that's not at the World Championships, but uh, but but you feel like you got uh, you know some game. And all of a sudden, you, if your assumption is correct, and it's because they're three weeks after Worlds, and all these Worlds guys aren't going to show up, and I haven't cross-compared the lists, I don't know, then yes, go to Wisconsin, because there's going to be your chance to finish high without all those guys in the field, if that's the case. Right. But that's not happening either right now. Well, um, I'm not sure how much the end of the year is being had in mind right now. Um, you know, there's um, also this transition period that's going to have to happen to where we'll probably see the tour go to PGA Tour machines. Um, there, the, that yeah, we saw, I don't know if you guys saw it or not. I think Steve was asked that question on how quick the tour would switch over. You know, obviously for him, it's as soon as they get, get, get machines, they will. But it was definitely not going to be 
uh, Wisconsin. And, you know, he said maybe Orlando, but uh, it certainly wasn't a confident, yes, it's going to be Orlando. So, I, I mean, I, he doesn't know when he's going to get the machines. They won't tell him I, when he's going to get the machines. But Yeah, well. I, th I think we need to make it known that it's he wants the machines. Oh, it's absolutely. Just, he, just want, what, he just can't get all the machines. And once he's able yep. to get all of them, then it's going to happen. Well, and you can't you can't do it on a mixed bag. You've got to you got to have enough mass that you can, you know, bring the whole lot of them. And, yeah. And I still haven't talked to Russ about this, but I'm still curious how many of those things he thinks he's going to get in a trailer. Yeah. It's uh, still curious to me as well. Because um, those things were definitely not built for it, transport. Yeah. And, well, and I think that would be the best litmus test right there. Will be the um, you know be at the charter tournament for the tour which will be the uh the, the missouri location wherever they're going to be this year i mean that would be a great place to kick this off i would hope yeah, mattingly's mattingly's out in lake st louis yeah mattingly's is that casey's place it is not <laughs> no mattingly's, mattingly's got a couple locations around the st louis area um i haven't been out to this particular location but i've heard good things about a uh, you know size and uh, i've uh, driven out that way uh, once or twice now that I kind of live out in that same sort of area, um, so it's it's a it's a little farther away than from the airport than than last year's location was. But uh, once you get there, it's fine. I'll be I'll be driving in Saturday morning, so that doesn't affect me. Yeah. Uh, tack on for you, Bernsey. Tack on. I'll call it forty five minutes from what you're accustomed to with like Redbirds up in Florissant. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, not forty five, maybe thirty. Once again, never never went to a St. Louis tournament. This was my first year. Um, again this year? Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Right now, it does not look like my tournament season is starting until Nashville. And uh, I think that's when uh, that's when I'm going to have to make my debut this year. Uh, my, my brother's getting married during the Florida Open, which I'm normally a, normally I'm a big proponent of, and I normally carry the state of South Carolina with me when I go down there. Uh, but uh, this year I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to hang back here, and uh, Wisconsin is just too close to Vegas. And uh, one year I'm gonna get down there. It, it, Sam it, Sam Meyer is committing to me that he's coming to the Carolina Clash, and uh, if he does that, then I gotta satisfy the home and home, if you will, and uh, make my way to Wisconsin. Won't be this year, but probably be next year. Now Stephen's a great host. The, the room they have there is a good room for it uh i would highly recommend folks make it up there if they can it's a yeah. it's a good good location uh i would recommend yeah and, recommend yeah and we'll and we'll talk about that a little bit more on the next uh podcast also uh coming up before the uh wisconsin open i believe steve sobel will join me again and uh we'll uh just kind of talk history of uh wisconsin open and how we kind of got to where we are uh that'll be a part of our uh prep for tournaments this year um what else were we going to touch on what uh, what else we have one more thing or was that oh, it? yeah worlds we talked about we talked about the pga tour oh yeah we got the in the courses oh yeah the 2022 courses i'd like to see some teasers i'm, I'm ready for yes. some and uh, you know honestly i think we would have seen them if it wasn't combined you know even if they had delays for some other reason we would have seen teasers. i think they don't want to stomp on themselves with the releases which is completely contrary because they intentionally set up the races to be at the same ish time so uh yeah. i think that's why i think it's unfortunate i won't call it dumb it's not dumb yeah but it's kind of the it's, it's the bed they made for themselves 
and now we're in it. But also the new uh, the new model for operators that's uh, going to go into effect after the new courses apparently come out because this is apparently going to coincide with that is the new subscription model uh, that they're wanting to go to where instead of paying for your kind of uh, rolling courses as opposed to once a year's is that the thing yeah something similar to that it was more uh, like yeah. They, they, they were kind of wanting to do like one course every two months like that. I'm not sure if that's going to work like that, but as far as you paying just, which a lot of guys operators already do this, the 12 months, uh, zero finance. I mean, they basically just charge you, you know, payment every you know 12 months. And how many machines you got? I would, I would, I would actually, I bet more than half the operators on, on the planet do that. And, uh, now it's basically just going to be that way all the time you know it's you know it's going to be subscribed a subscription model in there but they're pressuring themselves into making sure they're doing time release content they're all you know making sure they're getting this out at a certain time you know and that's where adam had mentioned to me one time about you know doing a course every two months maybe getting to that point instead of doing five courses in a year although i've always called that one of the most celebrated days in golden tea you know, just really that one day where all those courses new come course out. Day is, new course day is pretty awesome, but I could I could definitely see uh, a new course every couple months being a welcome change. I, I could see it that way. I, I'd certainly like to try it before I formed an opinion to say I didn't like it. Uh, World Championship coming up uh, here in just uh, about a little over a week. Uh, I, I, uh, do you know how many machines are they going to have? They're going to have twenty. Is that what I heard? I have no idea. I, I just uh, oh. I, I got a little memo on some some of the machine layout, but I didn't really see how many machines. Um, I know I do know there will be some threesomes though. So um, and they've uh, never had one before. Yeah, they've all been twosomes um, typically. So <laughs> these guys are Too on easy. fire. These guys are on fire tonight. Too easy um either way yeah the, there will be pairings of three if you will uh out there and uh, uh know, in all honesty i remember in years past they kind of staggered it where it was like group a then group b then group b then group a is there a schedule that's been released as far as how they're going to do that or is that just going to be one of those things we find out when we get there uh it's not been released yet uh, I, I i do think they have been drawn but i do not think they have been released well but as far as like the schedules is it going to be that um i i don't know if it's gonna be like that or not uh, i think they might they might try to do that again um but um i, I kind of like it that way i think yeah, it's the it was, way to do yeah. it as, as long as you don't got jim Zelinsky talking about the new courses coming out an hour and 15 minutes in between things but i don't know everything worked out fine ruin my qualifier completely ruin my qualifier uh, i blame jim no I'm you know what i'm talking about right you know i mean it, that's probably the one time in the history of any Golden Sea tournament we, we the, the things have been ahead of schedule so much that they had to fill. Right. <laughs> Man. Um, have fun with that, Gino. Yeah, anyway. really. Uh, well, no, I, uh, I, I think we'll five, be, uh, we'll be okay. We'll, we'll be okay. But I, I, like I said, I can keep it going as far as in regards to Golden Tea. And I've got, you know, notes up the wazoo. I mean, I'm, I'm a very well-educated man in regards to golden tea. I wish I could really apply to, I could apply that education to something that actually could make me successful, you know, not just, you know, be a golden tea nerd. Well, one more thing that I remember seeing on Facebook is load, load up your player accounts, make sure you can pay yeah, right. no cash, cash list, right? No There's, cash in the machines, that's right. No, no bill acceptors, so plan accordingly if you're listening to us and don't usually see what golden tea posts 
about. So uh, Adam was talking to me about that too, about dollar bill acceptors, you know, and the, the crisis of that right now. Which is surprising, right? I mean, you would think that uh, a lot of machines have gone away from that so that the supply wouldn't be that bad unless whoever's making them is dialed that way back. But yeah, I, I don't know what what the case might be. But, you know, Kevin had mentioned uh, on the podcast about, you know, there are some of the parts they need. They're, they're competing with BMW to get those same, you know, chips or whatever, you know, they're trying to get in. Um, and that's just, you know, seems like insanity right there. Well, IT's got less letters. They should be easier to, you know. And they're incredible. 30, 33% less. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, about 2%, the, 2% of the amount of employees that uh, BMW has. And 0.2% of the gross. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, IT. Yeah, it's BMW. I mean, they, they, they know who they are. But now that we're part of the tour. Yeah. I mean... It's got to be something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes it a lot more valuable. Everybody's pointing to this next world championship. This one is the, and that's where I'm trying to kind of let's temper our expectations here. I understand there was a lot of glitz and a lot of glamour going on with that last world championship. Uh, it was our biggest one as far as a spectacle as it, it had ever been. Um, this one, uh was thrown together one a little bit based on necessity because it, it had already been promised. Um, they're making good on their end for sure. It's reflected by the prize pool, by the way. Uh, I firmly believe that. And, uh, you know, just it, let's not walk in it with expectations of, hey, because you're not getting jerseys like we did last time or the couple times before. But if you're part of the power of ending, you're getting jerseys. Are they having what? Are they having them made? Maybe. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I certainly haven't signed off on any uh, clothing purchases. Yeah. Now, like I said, there I've been told there is a. It is going to be a production. It has been. Uh, there is definitely going to be a you know a production to it. So and there is a stage. So we'll see what that's going to look like. Um, but, what it comes down to is just we all just need to go in there just being thankful that we're having a world championships, you know, get get yes. this done, wrap up these courses, and then we could start, you know, focusing on the next world championships that are going to be on brand new platform PGA Tour. I mean, it's this is we're, we're closing that this is a chapter, you know, a new chapter is coming soon. And we're turning the page, Bernsey. That's the one you're looking for. Turn on the page and golden tea. That is, we are. We are finally closing. No, we're closing the book. All right. This is the now that like Golden Tea Live is staying with us as far as the concept and the game in and of itself. But this era of Golden Tea Live, they're wanting to close this platform, that version of it up. We're done. Yeah. We are now Golden Tea PGA Tour. And at least all of our stats go with it that was one of the big things when you went from golden t4 to golden t live is yeah you reset yeah everything reset so that's one of the the nice things about it being not a, a total brand new platform but an upgraded platform is that you keep all that stats that, that used to be a really big treat was when you would log in onto your computer and look at your golden t4 stats i think it was like what a, you know, it was like a, a six or seven digit number you had and 
you type that in and all of a sudden, you know, your, all your stats came right then and there, how you did on Oak Hollow and, and Ridgewood and Painted Gorge. Those were always a treat. I didn't have a cell phone where I could just look at it at the time and, you know, see all my oh, stats. Anybody else. It wasn't just you, <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this to you guys because you know what I'm talking about. It's, you know, that was always the treat, you know, log in the computer, go see what my stats were, what my average is on that course, whatever. So the only important stat. Your number. Go to the ATM, <laughs> get money out. Put some ask money the in the game. For, ask the bank teller for three hundred dollars worth of fives and ones. To get that book <laughs> on where are you going? Oh yeah, <laughs> old tournament days. I no, was going to say the, 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 the only important stat for Ocalo is that fifty-nine yard chip on the first hole and sudden death against Chris Eversole. <laughs> I wish more of our. I, I wish more of our. Um, actually, no, that, that's still on YouTube, right? Yeah, you can still yep. find that chip on YouTube, right? Yeah, see, they, okay. they still have the uh, the CBS special that has it at the end of it. There. Yeah, you got, if yeah, anybody wants to go, if anybody wants to go do some podcast homework and uh, go look up YouTube and Brian Bernhardt nailing the chip at the inaugural Players Charity Championship. Yeah, I'm I think proud to say learned- I think I was about. Uh, seven yards away from the machine at that point, Bernsey. You were? I was. I was sitting on the rail over there on the left side of the machine. See, this is pre-me, all right? Uh, this is before me, too. I, 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 I didn't even know that thing existed. Also, how much product Bernsey used to put in his hair? That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty... Uh... Hey, actually, it's, it's under my, my old uh, YouTube name, Burns6240. And it's CBS Sunday Morning News dash Golden Tea. Yep. Go pick that up. And it's, it's actually, it's a really neat story because it really was. They're talking about, you know, they go behind the scenes at IT. They have an interview with Larry Hodgson. They they interview Chris Eversole. Um, and I just so happened to have won the tournament. And it was the coolest part about that was being mic'd up for the first time, ha- having a mic and having the battery pack behind me and, and Lee Cowan with CBS you know, Sunday morning news, uh, interviewing and, um, yeah, good times. Oh, good there, Bernsey. That's why yeah. uh, that's it. Who were the other three players, charity champions pertaining nothing Ed, to this podcast? Why are we talking about this? But no, who was, are the other Eddie three? God, was Eddie Godfrey one? I want to say Eddie was, I know PCC two happened the same weekend as, uh, as I got married, so I don't know that one. And three, I wasn't able to attend either, so I can't be of much help here. We'll have to do some research and talk about that the next. I time. Got, I got an old underdog page I can go look at. There's a couple of them on there. Uh, there's four of them. I know the fourth one was Andy Fox. Uh, third one, like I said, I think Eddie Godfrey was, but I would have to go relook at that. Um, there may be a Matt Welter championship in there somewhere as well. Matt Wel- Matt Welter has a tournament win. I don't I, – I just had to find it. I, I remember it once, but um, – Do you think a Players Cherry Championship 5 could ever happen? Well – Was it a question – oh, and, and speaking of which, uh, that might be more of a question for the, the fine folks with the tour, but I do need to correct Gary on one thing from the podcast. 
And he said, the guys at PEGT. Paige, you do a heck of a job doing what you do uh, as well. If, if, he mentioned Paige around, a couple times. We've, we've all met Paige. Paige is one of the guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he misspoke. <laughs> and I don't think she was for uh, Bernsey, uh well first off let's let's defer to the uh president of the national golden tea tour presented by power events uh what what would you assess the percentages right now mr president that the tour would actually run another players charity championship oh my um and as a as and as an unofficial board member i will tell you also what i think the chances are I, uh, yeah, if I'm being real honest, I think they're less than 10%. Yeah. I don't think they're great odds. Yeah. I, yeah. When you asked that question there, Bernsey, a couple, couple minutes ago, I, I guess the first thought that popped in my head was uh, it, it's, it's probably somebody else would have to organize it and want to do it. And yeah, so um, it would not be something that, that the crew would have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, um, and then obviously the next challenge after that is, is finding, a time slot to do it where you could get the turnout that you needed to make it uh make it make it the event that you would want it to be right um so yeah i me personally and i don't want to speak for for any of the other folks that uh, that actually do the work as far as the tour is concerned but uh, you know, my opinion I, I don't i don't think it's very likely uh and i would say the same and that just uh, i i'm sorry i think yeah, and then less than 10% is probably something I would concur with. The It would have to be one with a partner, a different partner than maybe somebody they've had before. Uh, it would have to be um, somebody they could, you know, trust and make sure that they were effectively, you know, good. And, and you know, Steve's a relationship guy. You know, that's, you know, that's what he is, okay? But he, but he builds a lot of things on trust and loyalty, and that's what – my 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 favorite quality is why me and him are good you know as friends as we are is because you know those are two very endearing qualities it's very a lot of trust and loyalty that's something you really honor and um you know if if they could find a partner that can do that and do something charitable then steve would be 100 on board uh yeah i agree and uh but yeah, I, I really think i mean if it was if it was one of these deals where you're doing the charity in addition to one of the tour events and somebody was handling all of that, then that's probably your best bet of it being a tour stop combined with player to charity champion where really the, you know, uh, the power events group is really still just running the tournament and that's their focus. And it needs to be their focus. Cause I mean, there's, there's, that's more work than, than than one needs for a weekend, honestly, to make all that operate correctly, to throw the charity aspect of things on top of it is a very tough ask. And ask them to do the work for that is an impossible ask, honestly. Uh, yeah, so you need somebody else who is organizing all the charitable aspects of it, and you have to figure out ahead of time how you would work that in with the normal flow of the tournament. And, and this is also something. I was just thinking about it, and I agree 100% with you guys as far as the odds of it happening being slim to none, because it's also just not something you can whip up. It's something you got to plan several months, if not years, in advance. You know, but you know, maybe once the dust all settles with the PGA tour machines uh, and have a, a year or so kind of, of, of good, consistent, you know, tournament goers or whatnot, uh, working with IT and, and trying to tie a charitable aspect to one of the tournaments and 
I think it'd be kind of neat, you know, uh, with the PGA tour being involved, they do a lot of charity stuff, even, uh, bring up a name like Paul Tessori, you know, um, he, he does, uh, he's a caddy for Webb Simpson and he, uh, he's got a son, I believe with Down syndrome and, and he does a lot of charitable stuff, you know, and so even working with, whether it's Paul or somebody else with a charitable aspect, I think it could really help, you know, grow the game. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. I, I um, yeah, we're a lot of fun to be around. We just, you know, we, we, we drink a bunch and then we don't, you know, we have problems, you know, not acting right you know that's that's the only problem with golden tea players you know you know we 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 can be charitable and we can be civic all we want to but then we also act like jackasses from time to time and that just i'll speak for yourself yeah well no i'll speak i'll speak for a lot of my other friends though i'm I'm normally pretty good that that would be the the majority the 90 percent yeah i i I hate i'd love to agree with you bernsey but there's just way too much video evidence (laughs) um all right fellas well i appreciate the uh the time tonight and uh we will uh get back together after the world championship and i think we'll probably preview uh, a little bit of sussex while we're at it uh next time we get together so until after the world championship guys appreciate you joining me yep did you know all right thank you to uh Matt and Brian for coming on and talking some world championship with me. They'll be back on after the world championship to recap that and also talk a little bit about the Wisconsin Open coming up. Uh, Normally one of the bigger tournaments on tour. And we'll make our fantasy selections for that as well. And uh, we'll go from there iHeartRadio is the world's largest network of podcasts, always my preferred listening platform. And if you choose to listen to me anywhere, I prefer there. But if not, of course, you can listen to me anywhere you get your podcast. More podcast content coming up this week. Stay tuned.